And we're back. Welcome to Coffee, Bacon, and Other Sacred Things. I am one of your hosts. I'm Pastor Chris Gravison. I have my lovely and talented co-host, Miss Joyce Adams, with me today. Hello, everyone. And yeah, we kind of took a hiatus. It was just, uh, it, it was a combination of things. I didn't want to, but I was sick for a couple of weeks, and then I got lazy. And <laughs> Well, that's no excuse. I ain't going to lie. Being sick is, but lazy, no, I'm not. uh, Oh, I got to get ready for the podcast. I don't want to. (laughs) Well, you must say that you have to have a proper amount of, you know, uh, be in a joyful mood or be in a happy mood. You kind of have to be up. I got to do this thing. But the the cool thing is we've got several really cool things uh, to talk about. But the biggest news that we were not... Pretty sure I didn't. We we weren't on this back then, but in the last one, we are now. You can like and follow us on Facebook. On just go to Coffee Bacon and Other Sacred Things on Facebook. You can like and subscribe us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcast, and iHeart Radio. And now we are on Apple Podcast. Right on. It took a long time (laughs) and a lot of begging to no. (laughs) Or, and I've got a cough. So you're going to hear me mute my mic a lot. Um, Just don't forget to um, unmute it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been known to, un- oh, well, I've been known to, to not unmute other people's microphones, but <laughs> never mine. <laughs> it's one way to shut me up, anyhow. <laughs> oh, but um, the the one thing, so yeah, we're back on Apple Podcast and or on back, and also you could just go to coffeebaconguy.com podbean.com if you want to listen to it so it's so you don't even need an app on your phone you can just go on your computer or on your phone if you want to so and if you've got a subject you'd like to us to talk about or if you want to make a comment about you know we've gotten some nasty comments and we've gotten some good comments too but if you want to comment just go to the facebook page and we talk about it today we're we're continuing our series on fun with cryptids <laughs> and it'll uh, and we're talking about mothman today but we're going to get that in a minute first of all we had a birthday recently yes on march 10th our sweet bear turned two years old we did not have a party for him no we did not have a party for him but <clears throat> i'm giving him the applause how's that yay he turned two now, the thing is that means you know because they say you know one year human is seven dog years. So he's 14 in mm, human years. Very difficult age for humans. Oh, he's a snotty. <laughs> I mean, we love him so much. He's so sweet. But man, he cops that attitude. And I've noticed that. Any, how can anything that big pout like a little girl? Oh, golly. Yeah, you're not kidding. I still, it, it, it's funny because when I go down to the fire station, he's used to going to the fire station with me. But if I go without him and mm. I come home, he smells me. He smells the fire station, and he walks over to the middle of the ca- the of the living room and just boom, and just lays down and stares at me. <laughs> and I'm like you little snot. That's why he gives you the snifferoo all every time. <laughs> he does to me from one open leg over my foot up, sniffs all over me. Oh golly! See he, what I've been up to. Yep. 
<laughs> so and he's and, and like a, he's still very much a puppy in many ways. So he has absolutely no manners whatsoever. <laughs> and I'm, I've been trying to drill some manners into him, but it's just not working. <laughs> he's up to 120 pounds now. So he is. He's I, a big I knew he was no longer 110. You kept yeah. saying he's 110. I think maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah. Oh, and also so so much fun. We talked about this uh, a few weeks back uh, when when the movie first came out, the movie Jesus Revolution came mm-hmm. out, and we just kind of gave a preview because none of us had seen it. Oh, a group of us from our church. Um, well, we just one person said, "Hey, I want to go see the movie on on Wednesday night at the seven o'clock show," and a whole bunch of other people chimed in and said, "Let's go!" You know, so and it was fun because it's the it was the last night, um, it was the last night that it was it, it's playing at our theater here in, in little Lake County. Mm-hmm. And so it was in the smallest theater of the five. And we were the only ones there. Oh. It was so funny. And, and when we walked in the door, you know how you, you, they have the, uh, lights along the floor. Mm-hmm. They had those on, but of the six lights on the walls, only one was on the rest were out. Hmm, that must have been rather dim. Oh golly, we had one one of our one of our ladies took out her phone and had a light on the phone so we could actually see where we were gonna sit and yeah. and stuff. And then she started doing shadow puppets on the screen because the, <laughs> the screen hadn't lit up yet. It's not it's not a guy thing that you won't grow up. It's a girl no, thing too. Exactly. It's because it, it was so fun. It's like oh wow, we she has a hidden talent we don't know anything about. <laughs> Did you do some cool ones? Ducky and a doggy. Oh, so standard. <clears throat> well, you know, I'll take what I I'll take it. Sure. So, but but the, I've seen some really inventive ones. Yes, but the the movie itself is just as wonderful as I thought it was going to be. And Brenda and I were it just it's funny that we're watching the movie and. You know, we're leaning. I'm leaning over to her. Say, I've been saying that for years, and she leans back over. Didn't you say that too? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, praise the Lord, you know. And but no, it's a it's a wonderful story. It it is the story of the Jesus Revolution of the late '60s, early '70s, where millions of young people of the they they reached out and took Jesus to the hippies, and it's a wonderful. Uh, just a wonderful story and um, the story of how uh, one, I think it's a denomination, but the Calvary Chapel churches mm-hmm. began and, you know, it's not all happy. It's, it's, it, it, it's honest about the difficulties that, that they ran into and, but it's a, it's a great story and you just feel the Holy Spirit working in it. So just so, I was so excited and yes, as soon as it comes to, to, uh, you know, streaming. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a dinner party over over at our house and and, and watch the movie. Yay! We'll do a double feature <laughs> of of Jesus Revolution and War Room, which is one War of my, Room. War Room is one of my favorite Hi. Christian movies. Oh, no, no, okay. It's all about prayer. Oh, good. It's a, okay. it's all about prayer. You do you say you, war and I cringe. <laughs> yeah, no, Christians do. You know, we we battle the the forces of the enemy on our knees. And so, and, and yeah, we're going to get into that in the, in coming weeks. We're going to start talking about spiritual warfare and, and where, you know, a good, we're just going to talk about spiritual warfare. I'm not sure exactly how we're going to go about it. 
I never know what we're doing until well, I start. I'm, I'm studying the course outline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a wonderful, and we'll, we'll share a wonderful book that we're using as, as one source. I've got about nine different books on spiritual warfare that I've been uh, using as reference and stuff. So we're going to get into that. We're going to get into a little bit today when we talk about the Mothman. Um, but, but, but. Yes, but. We got to get into our TikTok of the week. <laughs> this is one of my favorite TikToks that I've ever heard. Yes, even my sweet wife, it even makes her feel old. Is this a teacher? Yes, the teacher. And, That's a good one. Oh, God. And then we've got a dad joke for you from TikTok that is just, you know, I'm a dad. And so I who, like dad who jokes. Who has a whole book of dad jokes? <laughs> I saw them. <laughs> I said, aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, okay. This is the TikTok. This is TikTok. And it, it's it's a school teacher talking about an assignment that she gave her little, I can't remember. I think they're fourth graders. So... So her children. So it's happened. It has happened right before my eyes, and I am officially old. Do you want to know why? Because one of my kids said he couldn't answer the math problem today because he's not from the eighties. To my confusion, <laughs> I am very curious now, so I want to know what the problem is. Do you want me to read it to you? Of course you do. The cost to place a collect call is a dollar fifty for the first minute and a dollar for each additional minute. What was the cost of the five minute phone call? They don't know what a collect call is. So then they're confused at me and said, I don't understand why I have to pay to call somebody. So I asked them what a payphone was. Like, whoa, how do you do this? And some of the answers I got. It's like when you put your finger on like the thing and it swirls around, right? It's those glass boxes that like people get mugged in New York City, right? I, I showed them a picture and they still didn't understand why they had to pay to talk to somebody. This then led us down a rabbit hole of somebody sharing that one time his dad had a phone in his house and there was only one phone, and they didn't know who was calling, and you had to call to speak to somebody specific. Hmm. I didn't think I was that much older than them. And now I feel like a dinosaur. It's <laughs> just too good. I can relate to that one. Yeah, and, and well, I think the only place, the only place that I can think of anymore that you make a collect call is from jail. Exactly. And, yeah, and yeah. because they'll accept it on cell phones now, and I, I think they figured that out, and and stuff, but the thing that that blew my daughter's minds when we were then when they were little was the party line. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. they're like, what? I, yeah, we'd pick up the phone and uh, there's somebody else talking on it, and then we had to be really, really fast. You hear the voice, and you have to be polite and put it back down because you can't listen to somebody else's conversation. They, Who was talking on your phone? <laughs> I don't understand, Dad. It's like, <laughs> you know, in some areas of the country, that was the major uh, entertainment. Yeah. You don't hang up. You stay on the party yeah. line. You go, oh, what is she up to? Oh, you, you won't believe the conversation. <laughs> you have to be very quiet. I blundered into an aunt's house one time. They lived in rural Kansas, and she's, shh, sit down and be quiet. Because she was listening in on her neighbor's phone conversation. Oh, yeah. And see, well, I lived, we lived in, in, in a rural community in California outside of, uh, a bigger city of Stockton, which is about right now a lot bigger than it was when I was a kid. But um, you could call our hometown of Linden. No, Linden could call Stockton, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a toll call. The girls don't know what a toll call is either. And um, but you, if you called Stockton from or called Linden from Stockton, it was a toll call. So our friends from Stockton would call us and say, "Call me right back." And so they'd hung up, hang up, and you know, oh golly. 
I remember having to find the you know long distance, good long distance rates, and you know all that kind of stuff. Was, or, or another one is you call and you say, uh, you make a collect call from call me right back. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. <laughs> we had that situation when I first moved up here between the Clear Lake numbers of nine nine four and nine nine five, and the Oaks numbers which were nine nine eight. We could call from the Oaks to Clear Lake, but they could not call without making a that's, toll call. Yeah, that's weird. Crazy, huh? It's because we're only separated by about four miles. Yeah. So that's oh, fun. So that that's our TikTok, but I'm I this is a bonus just because it's one of the <laughs> best dog or the one of the best dad jokes I've heard in a long time. Here we go. A man was working in his backyard one day when he saw a policeman come onto the property. Guy says, "Can I help you?" The officer says, "Yes, I'm afraid I have some bad news. We believe your brother was murdered today." The man says, "That's terrible. What happened?" They said, "Well, I can't really go into that now." But would you mind identifying the body? I have to warn you, though, it's been hacked up. It's a very grisly sight. The man says, all right, I, I hate to do it, but I, I'll come down and help. So they got down there, and they, they took the man in. He viewed the body, and he turned to the officer and said, yes, that's my brother, Reese. The officer said, are you sure? The man says, I'm sure. Those are Reese's pieces. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I should maybe I should have saved that one for Halloween, but I, <laughs> just goes to show you there's humor in everything. Yep, you can find humor in 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 the weirdest places. <laughs> but oh, I just I just love that joke. And and the the bonus is since it's on TikTok that there's um, dogs. You know, it's switching from one dog picture to another as you're listening oh, to yeah. it. So, anything with dogs on it, you know, you got me. No, <laughs> me too. <coughs> All right, we're gonna and we got one more new thing that we're gonna do. Um, I'm gonna make it a point to try to if we're not talking about something that's necessarily scripture or scripture or based in the Bible or something like that that we um, like today we're talking about Mothman. Not a lot of Jesus in the whole story of Mothman, you know. But <laughs> Jesus is everywhere. But um, so we're gonna have a uh, just a brief discussion on uh, on a, a scripture passage. And yes, I made notes because I have a mind like a steel trap right. that mm. closes and nothing else gets in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> see, that was a good joke. <laughs> you have a mind that's so pathetically easy to distract that oh. uh, it's really hard to, you know. Oh, you know. Man. Yeah, you ain't, you ain't, you, you've seen it in action too many times. Yepers. <laughs> I'm not much better, so, you know. All right. Well, it is. It is. Uh, we're going to read um, Colossians chapter three, just verses one through four, and this is a beautiful uh, passage. It says, "Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand." That's just wonderful to begin with. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth, for you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God, and when Christ and when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. And that's just a wonderful, it's a wonderful reminder. You know, that first verse, when it, when it says, you have been raised to a new life in Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven. This is the New Living Translation. So mm -hmm. it's, um, it's I, I love the New Living Translation. It's much easier to read in many ways. Um, but he's saying, it's talking about getting your priorities right. Get, set our sights 
on the priorities of living with God and, and, and God's priorities. And that we need to look at it from his perspective. We need to see um, that things and stuff that, whether it's stuff that we have or stuff that happens to us, and I'm not minimizing anybody's trauma or or anything, but stuff that happens to us, if, if it's on earth, it's still transient. It's still what we're dealing with down here. And, and even when we're dealing with it, if we have the perspective that we are, we have been promised a gift of so much more in God and keep our focus on that and focusing on God and what is eternal. And, you know, and verse three, it says, for you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. So now our lives belong to Jesus. When, when, when you become in Christ, when you are, when you come to faith in Christ, baby, you're bought and paid for, you know, by, by the blood of a loving, living savior. And, and I don't mean that, you know, in a negative way, but um, like my wife, she's bought and paid for. <laughs> now we won't even go yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not dig a hole there but yet. That is a great perspective to view things from, yeah. especially when you have troubled times. You know that it's gonna get better. Yeah, and even you know, I, I just no matter how difficult things get, it is just temporary. You're gonna get through this, mm-hmm. and I my my heart it, my heart breaks for people who are. I mean just going through some difficult times, you know, as a pastor, it's not just my congregation that comes to me with, with difficulties because people know I'm a pastor. So I'm a safe person to come talk to. And, um, it, it breaks my heart, but remembering who God is and that he has promised not to, to leave us, uh, you know, and, and when Christ, who is your life is revealed to the whole world, you will share in his glory. So he's going to walk through the difficult times with us um, on this earth. Um, but God, we, you know, but when we get to heaven, we're going to share in his glory and, and we're going to, all the bad stuff will, is, is going to shed away. And that's not a right word, but you know what I mean. And um, so, it, and the main thing is the love of God for his children is all encompassing. There's just no limit to God's love for us. And yes, you'd think with God loves us, then I shouldn't go through any bad times. No, that's not how life works. That's not how this fallen world that we live in works. But God does promise to be with us uh, through the whole thing, no matter what. And um, and our response should be the same. His all-encompassing love, our response to that should be the same. Love and giving our lives to him. And I know that if you're out there and you're struggling in a, in, in a situation, I, I ask you to just pray and seek God's love, seek God's wisdom, and he will walk you through it. It won't make everything, nine times out of ten, it's not going to make everything better the instant, be, the instant that you pray, because God has a plan to work through, and it's not just for you. It's for everybody around you, and there uh, will be opportunities for others to come and bless you and, and be part of your life and, and support you in that, especially if you belong to a, to a church. So it's, there's a lot of different things that play into it, but he will be there for you, and he will be there with you the whole time. So that is our, our brief 
you know, devotion. That, that's how we get through the hard times. Yeah. And it that and that's an interesting thing uh, about the movie last night. There's a there's a time. It's like it's a two hour movie. In the first hour, everything's going great, and then. Life happens, and stuff, especially this the young man that's a main character, um, a series of things start happening, and he starts doubting his faith. And I know how that, I know the temptation in that. I know that when you get really low, like, God, where are you? And, and you feel like your prayers aren't even reaching past the ceiling been there many times but somehow god gets the message to us if we're open to it he's gonna get the message to it it could be through somebody who we know calling up um and saying hey i lord just laid you on my heart and i've had that happen so many times and um lord just laid you on my heart and what's going on or just the sunshine hitting your face and remembering who God is and, and who made that sunshine. There's a lot of different ways that God can get through to us. But I just pray that that you are open to that and you will hear when God is, is calling you. So, okay, enough serious stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, cryptids are pretty serious. Yeah. Especially to some people. And, and I still <clears throat> amaze my sweet wife on how quickly I can shift gears from being, <laughs> you know, like just now I get choked up. When I talk about God and, and his goodness, I get choked up because it's beautiful and, and it means so much in my life. But then I can say, all right, we're done. <laughs> we're going to do something else now. <laughs> That's the good part about the ADHD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> Yes, that is. You are. I am easily distracted. Yes. And, <clears throat> okay. So, Mothman. Wait. Oh, I don't have any. I don't have any creepy music on my. I only have four buttons. I gotta buy the big one. You know, and oh, have boy. like sixteen <laughs> sound buttons. But Brenda's cheap, and she won't let me. Yes, spending thousands <laughs> has that effect on people. <laughs> Multiple thousands, I would presume. But um, so if if you if you haven't heard of Mothman, I'd be surprised if you haven't at least heard about him because, you know, as my, yes, Bigfoot is Bigfoot and Sasquatch and he's, Bigfoot and Sasquatch is really more part of our culture. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's heard about that to one degree or another. But Mothman is centralized to, what is it, Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Yeah, which is a little tiny place. Yeah. And a place where uh, our sweet Corinna has decided she and her best friend want to go to live there because they want to live in a small town and, and you know, get away from the big city. And so they're going to move. They, they think they're talking about moving mm. to Point Pleasant. And she, her daily routine would be walking to work and slapping the statue of Mothman on the butt as she's walking. <laughs> oh, no. You are out of your mind, you <laughs> screwball. <laughs> There's better places and better motives there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a small town in um in rural West Virginia. And it's just it but it's interesting how the Mothman uh the the legend or whatever has has grown over the years. Mm -hmm. And it's actually become something more than you can question if it's a if it really is a cryptid like you know, uh, like Bigfoot, mm -hmm. or is it, 
you know, a demon or, or something more paranormal, spiritual. Um, but the, 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 what we found out and, and I'm probably going to get in trouble for doing this, um, show without Corinna on the phone (laughs) because, um, she did a, 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 report on this. She had a speech class first semester this year. And so she did a report, an oral report on Mothman. And she did a good job and she sent me her notes. Oh, and well, so, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, that was that, a lot of good work done. And all, I didn't have to. All do I have to as a point of reference is the movie with Richard Gere. <laughs> yeah. And I've never seen that. Well, it's it's not a bad movie. It, it has a mood to it, you know, yeah. a dark mood, of, you know, rainy and dark and um, Richard Gere manages to look concerned and somewhat worried through the whole movie, with good cause, as it turns out. Yeah. And the Mothman appears to him one time in the beginning of the movie. is driving and boom, it lands on his windshield. Oh dear. <laughs> Looks like it's kind of a creepy creature, but I think it's you know the um, uh, Bigfoot, the Yeti, is more relatable. This is like a far, you know alien creature. Exactly. The in fact, Brenda and I were talking. Um, this morning, and I, I know that this is, we have the potential to go down a rabbit hole with this one, but there are more and more reports in um, in the mountains and in, in national parks even um, of dogmen, mm-hmm. of like werewolves type things. And I asked Brenda, do you think that dogmen are as likely to be real as, as Bigfoot? And she thought about it for a second and she, she said she thinks so. And, and I and I thought about it again. I thought, well, for my money, I don't think it's as like. I'm not saying that dogmen can't exist because, again, hey, if you don't believe in Bigfoot, your god is too small. Um, but the my to me, the idea of Bigfoot is he's we 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 think that he is simply a primate mm-hmm. that is a different species of primate mm-hmm. that we you know. So you know, he's completely. It's feasible. Mm-hmm. The idea of a dog or something evolving to be to look like a dog that walks on two legs and is you know super powerful is like the, the you know the dog the dog equivalent of Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. That's a much bigger stretch for me. Sounds and, more like a werewolf. Yeah, that's what, that's what werewolves do. Exactly. And and I I'm not ready to put a lot of stock in in werewolves and vampires and stuff like that. It, you can. You can jeer me if you want to. Oh, that's where you draw the line, Chris. You know. <laughs> well, I've always been fascinated by movies about vampires and where. Well, yeah. Twilight series is a great. Uh, <laughs> I hate it. God. I love it. My <clears throat> my wife made me watch every one of those movies, and the the only good scene was the very last scene of the last movie, and that didn't even turn out to be real. <laughs> I hated those movies. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm like halfway in love with Robert Pattinson, so that I know. that you know, and uh, Terror Lot there was pretty nice he, look he's at also. Good looking. They both. I good was looking. I was always the on the side of the werewolves. I thought they should eat all the vampires. Yes. So they had Team Jacob and Team Edward. Yeah. You know. But the the okay, okay we went down that rabbit hole. Let's <laughs> we're go to back, back to Mothman. But what what I didn't realize until Ow. recently. Oh, you okay? Yeah, I got a kink in my arm. Oh dear. Well, um, it, uh, that the 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 main story of Mothman starts on November November fifteenth, nineteen sixty six, 
And I'll get to that in a second. But what we found out when Corinna was doing her research, and I had heard this a long time ago, and I didn't remember it until I saw her notes. There's a, a There was a possible first encounter with the Mothman or something in the early 20th century, like 50 years before uh, the most famous one in 66. And there were rumors, why can't I say that word? Rumors of a quote-unquote Birdman. And there were sightings and reports of attacks on livestock. And Mm. this was, you know, said as a large bird with a human head and a wingspan of like 12 feet with dark red feathers. If I saw something like that, I'd be saying, take the Mm, cow, please. (laughs) Yes. Enjoy. Bye. Yeah. The actual name of the movie, I believe, was The Mothman Prophecies. Yeah. So he's supposed to pretend disastrous events occurring. Yeah, and that's that's part of it, is he's he's sometimes viewed to be a harbinger of of death and evil. But see, this was about... um, about 50 years before, you know, the main stuff. And the the townspeople of Point Pleasant ended up going on, like, a, a massive hunt for him because he was disrupting. And they probably figured, you know, I don't know. I don't want to stereotype people too much, but, you know, back then it was a lot easier. A lot, th- a lot of things were labeled of the devil mm-hmm. than really were. Um, so that's, you know, that's the first of what we were, you know, of, of the stuff. Um, then there was this the what they th- a lot of people think gave birth to the the Mothman was during World War II. There's an eight eight thousand an eight thousand acre area near Point Pleasant that was used for munitions and and explosive storage, and so they had several you know, multiple of these igloos that they called them were just bunkers and they were buried underneath earth and you know rounds of ammunition and uh, dynamite and all that kind of stuff was stored all throughout this area. And then when the war was over, they cleared it out and it was abandoned. But they always questioned, because the doors were still locked, they questioned what was actually left in there and what wasn't and this kind of stuff. So it was turned into a wildlife preserve and a landfill um uh, eventually, but it was called, it was, it's called the, the, the locals call it the TNT area. Hmm. And the, there, these are where the main, uh, sightings of the Mothman start. And so then we have in, in, in November 15th, 1966, there were two young couples and I'm going to read a lot of this because I'm just gonna, um, they're from Point Pleasant and I won't give you their names, um, just because why not? And um, they they told police that they had seen a large white creature whose eyes glowed red standing at the side of the road near the TNT area. Well, and one lady, Linda Scarberry, described it as a slender, muscular man about seven feet tall with white wings and said she was unable to discern its face due to the hypnotic effect of its eyes. Okay, Hmm. you have something staring at you with bright glowing red eyes. Yeah, I I yeah, I wouldn't look at the rest of its face either. Um and so she was very upset and uh what they said that when they drove away um at, at considerable speed, it chased them. It flew after them. Hmm. And finally when they got back into Point Pleasant city limits, 
it went away. Now, I, this is the one, that, this is the thing that gets me, because they said it was a large, white, you know, looking creature. Um, and there were other sightings reported over the next couple of weeks. Um, two volunteer firemen reported a large bird with red eyes. And officials pretty much looked at it as an unusually large heron, you know, spe- the, the species of bird. Mm-hmm. And um, one even, one scientist said it could have also been a sandhill crane, which can grow this, to the size of a man. Mm-hmm. And if it was a freaky looking one, it could have been seven feet tall. You never know. Um, but the, the, the press gave it the name Mothman, the Mothman, um, after the Batman villain, the Killer Moth, uh, who was a very minor villain. I'm, if I remember correctly, he he appeared in maybe like four of the comics, never appeared on the TV shows, and I've never seen him on in any of the movies either. Mm. Excuse me. So, but the big one was a little over a year later, December 15th, 1967, when the Silver Bridge collapsed in Point Pleasant. It, it, um, it, it, what it says is that it collapsed under the weight of rush hour traffic and 46 people died. And, um, what they said was, um, it, there were, now see, I'm getting myself confused here. There we go. 46 people died. It was during rush hour traffic. It connects. It's over the Ohio River connecting mm-hmm. West Virginia and, I think, Pennsylvania. It's a huge river. Very, yeah. Sort of like a minor Mississippi River, mm-hmm. wide and turbulent. Now the, the, <clears throat> the reality is it was, it was built in the early 20s, and it was not built to last. Uh, it was, uh, they, they, after a lot of studying and everything and, and looking at it, um, they determined that it was simply structural in the yeah. entire, in, just over, failed. Yeah, yeah, it just failed after yeah. after all those years. The interesting thing is there were over 100 sightings of the Mothman reported to authorities before the bridge collapsed, and including reports of the Mothman on the bridge right before mm-hmm. it collapsed. They saw something. <clears throat> they saw something black and creepy looking on the bridge right before it collapsed. So this gave birth to the idea that it was a harbinger of death. Mm -hmm. And, um, there, I didn't, I didn't write them down. I probably should have, but, um, there's other, uh, reports in other countries of a moth like creature showing up right before a massive, you know, something, Mm -hmm. a massive number of people died. Yeah. Yeah. And the movie, I can't remember exactly. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie, like maybe 25 years or more. Um, there's some number that keeps repeating. I don't know if Richard Gere character is dreaming it or uh, some omens occur that there's a number. And the number was uh, like 47 or 48, which made him go and, and dive for this woman's. What? Oh, it was 46, and 48 people were missing at the time. So he dives and finds the missing person oh, okay. to make the the cat. Well, to make the prophecy come true for yeah. one thing, and he was encouraged to seek these people out. <laughs> that on is that creepy. Basis. Yeah, it was. It was a really kind of like I say. It was a mood to the movie. You know? Yeah. But the the interesting thing that I found in the in the research was that. At the beginning, back in the 60s, when everything first happened, and there's been lots of, there's been a lot of sightings since, but not, 
nothing to the degree it, it's tapered off i should mm-hmm. say after the after the time um over the course of the years and it's limited to for the most part point pleasant the thing is that as time has come has gone on um there's been more and more reports of it behaving less like a cryptid mm-hmm. and more like a demonic presence uh, i watched um one particular uh, documentary that a couple reported they they you know they just happened they're they were on a a road trip and they said let's go to point pleasant and see if we can see the mothman and stuff and they went on to the tnt area and um they saw it and it terrified them and they you know they had recording equipment and they were doing this kind of stuff because i guess he was an amateur you know uh, ghost hunter or whatever you want to call him and um, they, uh, but they ran from it, and then it followed them as they were driving away. But it started to appear to them, appear to them in, at their home, which oh, was not Point yeah. Pleasant. It was yeah. like a few hours away. Mm-hmm. And the the husband reported that you know he was driving the long drive, his their long driveway down, and the and the thing stopped right, you know, st- landed right in front of him, and behaved as a demon and they from the reports now this was an older documentary well it's a documentary about five or six years ago um but as of the time of that report it still hadn't left them it had backed off a little bit Mm -hmm. but it was coming into their home it was terrifying Mm -hmm. them at night and i just now again we always have to put this print this if this is true Okay, we're 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 not blind. Okay, <laughs> I always I always love those uh, the the ghost caught on tape on on you on YouTube and stuff like that because they see something. Any idiot could look at it and say that's a human arm. No, that's a ghostly snake. Is what it's like. <laughs> are you out of your mind? You know? There are people who they they choose what they want to believe, sure, and they choose to believe something. And we're not you and I are not doing that. And we we can take an accurate picture of the moon or planets, you know, come down perfect perfect clarity. But these you know flaky videos that they make, you can't discern what it is. Yeah, you know, it's just a blurry thing. But yeah, so we're we're not doing that. We're saying okay, but we're we're saying let's just assume for our purposes, our intents and purposes right now, that these people are telling the truth because. If they are, my heart would go out to them. Uh, I, you know, you go. They even went back to um, the place where they saw it, and in an attempt to communicate with it and say, "Leave us alone." The thing is, if a demon has attached itself to you in some way, and I, I, I'll say this because we, yeah, eventually we're going to really get into talking about spiritual warfare and talking about demons and stuff, but. Uh, I believe in my heart that a believing Christian cannot be possessed by um, by Satan or by a demon, um, mainly because, like I just I said earlier, um, when you believe in Christ, he bought and paid for us with his blood. And when you believe in Christ, the Holy Spirit enters into you. And you may not be filled with the Holy Spirit necessarily until a later time, but the Holy Spirit is in you. A demon is not going to push the Holy Spirit out of you. Um, but we can put ourselves in situations, we can commit sins that 
you know, the, the, oh, I wish I knew what scripture it was. I think it's Ephesians. I think it's Ephesians um, chapter 6. That says, don't give the devil a stronghold. A stronghold is something that they can hold on to you with, that mm-hmm. the enemy can hold on to you with. Um, if it's the if it's a, a, a blatant sin, if it's allowing your anger to turn to bitterness, which is sin, or just having uncontrolled anger, all that kind of stuff can open us up to spiritual attacks. And once a demon is latched onto you, you have to be very purposeful about getting rid of it. And so this couple, they didn't say anything about being any of, of any faith. They sought that entity out. Yeah. That's oh, quite I didn't a, think about that. Yeah, yeah they were. Yeah. Now, they they were didn't know what it. they were looking for. They found it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they pulled around. They found out. Yeah. Well, uh, go ahead. No, I was just thinking before about the how the appearance of it has evolved from a monstrous thing with blood red feathers to uh, being white and then being dark. And now being, yeah. But always the glowing red eyes, though. Yeah, that's the one consistency yeah. that, that uh, they've had. And so it, it's just really interesting to me. And uh, because of my belief system and my, you know, I have a very strong uh, belief in spiritual warfare and, and in the spirit world. I am more inclined to think that it may have started out as a genuine, as a, I don't know, maybe a genuine freak of nature uh, and, you know, a, a type of bird that had, that had morphed or been, uh, I don't know, deformed or something like that. And, but the devil saw that as an opportunity and used that is has got a demon in there now mm-hmm. and wreaking havoc and how many you never know how many demons well i've seen pictures of some birds um a vulture comes to mind i don't know what kind he is but um hideous looking hideous oh, yeah. looking face on it oh the california condor is one of the <clears throat> ugliest birds that's pretty they're, ugly too they're amazing yeah but they're dog butt ugly yeah you know <laughs> so oh that's pastor's not supposed to say that sorry <laughs> especially when you have a cute little dog butt sitting in the other room <laughs> He's not a corgi, but he's cute. I'm not talking about my dog's butt. <laughs> no, that, <that's> a... <laughs> Don't get me tickled. <laughs> oh, I'm going to well, die. That, that was a big difference, too, in the uh, how we think of uh, the Yeti, the Sasquatch, whatever, mm-hmm. Bigfoot. <clears throat> it's being humanoid, you know. Yeah. Right. But something with huge wingspan is not anywhere near. The body was described as, yeah. you know, vaguely humanoid, but um, that's where we, you kind of like draw the line that eh, it, Bigfoot may live among us, but that guy's not. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's the thing is, is, is especially when we're looking at cryptids and we're because, th- you know, there's reports of not just dogmen, but well, there's the Michigan dogman that has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lizard people that and there's been I. They're not. I'm not going to say substantiated, but there have been multiple sightings of them in a, and it's in the in a town in Southern California near in the in near the desert. Mm-hmm. There's multiple sightings of them, and so now, does that mean that they're actual lizard man creatures? No, my bet is it's just a big lizard that can walk on its hind legs the way other lizards do. And, and how how many of those peyote buttons were they eating? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, can't, you can't leave out that factor. You know? 
know, they're out in the desert. Why are they out in the desert? Mm, uh, maybe yeah. in hopes of seeing weird things. And, yeah. You know, get your wish sometimes. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things, you know, where do you stop? You know, when we start talking about cryptids. Well, I, I was going to make this another show, but I couldn't get a, enough real stuff on it. Um, but there's reports now. Uh, the, the, a bunch of shark scientists took, uh, put a, 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 a bait on the bottom of the Marianas Trench. Is it Mariana or Marianas? I think it's Mariana. Mariana, okay. Mariana Trench. And uh, maybe not at the deepest dark, I don't know where, mm. but they put down there somewhere. It is the deepest part of the ocean, yeah. the bottom of the trenches. And they put a light on it. But what they did is they set it up to where they could smell the sharks, because there's lots of sharks down there, and the sharks could smell the bait, but they could not get to it. Mm. And so they would spend a lot of time lingering and trying to figure out a way in their little bitty shark brains to get to the to the food. And then all of a sudden, these massive sharks that were down there scattered. And the shark came and started sniffing. And they got footage of it. It looks to be a shark, but they're estimating it's 50 feet long and weighs about 40 tons. Mm. Now, I don't, I don't quite understand how they get that from just seeing a portion of the head, but hey, they're shark people. They're smarter than me. But, and they refuse to call it a megalodon. <laughs> and I don't blame them a lick. Um, but it's very, it's really interesting. So, but again, where do, okay, we've got some video evidence and not from Joe Schmo with his camera, you know, in, in you know, on the corner. Mm-hmm. It's, Scientists, scientists setting up that they were looking to study something and they found something more than they than they expected. Mm-hmm. So that they're going to continue their their study. I think in my <clears throat> mind, there's things on this earth that can exist that people haven't seen. Yeah, that they're scarce or they don't want to be seen. Mm-hmm. I think that maybe if Bigfoot actually exists, I think it's because. He don't want anything to do with people. Yeah. And people say, oh, every inch of this planet has been explored. Not true. No. Not at all. Actually, we know more about the stars above us than in than the, the ocean, what's yeah. at the bottom of the ocean. And uh, so, and, and there have been reports of um, you know, killer whales and even, you know, larger sperm whales that have, the carcasses have, have washed up. And there's hu- a huge bite taken out of them that can't be accounted for by other, you know, by any by known species. Yeah, yeah, by known species. Yeah. And sperm whales and and gray whales are known to go very deep because they fight with the the giant squids. Hmm. And so, man. Well, see, giant squids were something that for many many years yeah. they didn't believe they existed. It was just a, a sailor's tail. It's a mm-hmm. you know tall tail. But then one washed up on the beach, and there it was. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think they've, they've never caught a live one. No, they never caught a live one. But I think they have, um, they've put sent cameras down, and, and yeah, they've they, seen I think them. they live at such depths that when they come up, they die. Oh, from so the change they, in pressure. Yeah, so or it could be when they die, then they just float up, and that's when we see mm-hmm. them. But it's just it, 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 God has made such an amazing world, and we haven't scratched the surface. No. Of, of what it is. And it's, I, I never want to get distracted from 
well, like our scripture today. I don't want to I don't want to get so caught up in the things of this earth that I forget there's that we've got as Christians we have a lot of work to do. There are, man, there's so many people that are so miserable and that need to know the love of Christ. Um, I never I never ever want to get stra- distracted from that and I never want to distract anyone from that. But it is fun to take a little time here and there think that is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool too to let your mind just kind of go off down a rabbit hole, so yeah, to speak. And just, you, and, know, you know, muse on what might be, what, what could be, you know, possible. And, and it's funny, it's gotten to the point. Have you ever seen the movie Signs? Yes. Okay. Mel Gibson, right? Yes, Mel Gibson. And whenever, every night when I take out, take Bear out, and it's already dark. Um, we have him on a leash because a little snot would run like a, like a de- well. He would come back to me eventually. He would kiss Brenda goodbye. <laughs> never- uh, I'm in that category yeah. also. <laughs> yeah, there's a, it's you know he's daddy's little boy, mm-hmm. but uh, where I'm out with him and every time we go around the corner of our house and there's this uh, dirty this dirt hill that goes up right behind our house. Every time the scene in signs. Where they flash the flashlight on the little kid, and they go, "Are you okay?" He says, "Uh huh." They're in the basement, and that hand all of a sudden reaches over and grabs his shoulder. I'm looking for that <laughs> hand every time I look at that stupid hill. <laughs> now I said that to say this, um, but I there's every once in a while when we're when he's out there doing his business, and I got nothing to do but shine the flashlight up on the in, you know up on the hill and the bird in the birds and in the squirrels and stuff like that. Man, I think it'd be so cool if I flashed a flashlight one time <laughs> and wouldn't. saw this Bigfoot standing right there looking at me. Of course, I'd have to change my shorts. <laughs> and Hopefully, you'd have on your running shoes. Yeah. And by all the reports, if there was a Bigfoot in the vicinity, Bear wouldn't go out there. He'd know. He'd be behind you. <laughs> well, he does that anyway. Little snot. Just for, for I've already told uh, Joyce this, but I'll tell for our listeners. Last week, Bear, you know, he barks. They're a protecting breed, so he barks at anything he hears. But we know if we hear something and he starts barking, he's heard it. Okay, there's something. So both Bear and I heard something go plunk out in, in the out in the darkness. And he's losing his mind. He is running up and down the, the, the you know, in the, in the house, his hackles. He's got six-inch fur, and his hackles are standing on end, and he's snarling, and just, he wants out that door so bad. I said, okay. And I grabbed the flashlight, said, Bear, let's go. And I opened the door. Little snot stood right behind me. <laughs> he did he is always the first one out of the door. No, not now. Okay, Dad. I'll, I'll back you up. I'll go get Mom if yeah. something happens, okay? <laughs> he backed you up, all right. He's yeah. quite far behind you. Rotten mutt. <laughs> well, that is our show for today. And I hope we gave you something to think about. I hope that, if nothing else, we gave you um, the love of God to think about. Because that's what we really want to do. So, that is it, I guess, for coffee bacon and other sacred things we will be back next week we're on a schedule now and we are going to be on that schedule and remember god smiles when he sees you <laughs>